Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Marketing Mojo Show, featuring innovative tips, strategies, and approaches to give you a thoughtful edge to maximize your marketing momentum. Mojo Show, a forum for small businesses to harness marketing potential, capabilities, and the power of community. In the next 15 minutes, we hope you'll discover inspiration and motivation to make the most of your resources, time, and budgets to grow customers, engagement, and the bottom line. I'm Lisa Chester Weir of LGK Marketing, a small business and proud of it. Today, we're ready to get our mojo going with a hashtag marketing initiation initiation and our question for our listeners and followers is this do you use hashtags for your tweets and posts posts and if so how and when feel free to call in at 718-664-9645 with your comments or use the hashtag my marketing mojo to respond joining the discussion today is Kristen curtis a social media specialist with constant contact and blog author of Why Are Hashtags So Darn Important? So start calling, tweeting, and help me welcome Kristen to the show. Welcome, Kristen. Well, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I really appreciate it. Oh, good, good. Well, we're excited to have you, too. And we start our show with a segment we call Six for Six, where we'll take six minutes to ask you six questions to get to know you and your company a little bit better. So if you're ready, Kristen... We'll get started. Are you ready? I'm as, I'm as ready as I can be. So Okay, go. I'm going to start the timer. <laughs> so, Kristen, what do you feel good about every day? So I really think that when I go to work every day, I'm helping someone, and that's what makes me feel amazing. Not just someone, but really small business owners and nonprofits. And I really can, I can't say enough about it because it just makes me so happy. One of my jobs is to create content for our customers, and all of our customers are small business owners and nonprofits. And I feel like I get the chance to teach them how to do marketing quicker and easier and saving time because we know small business owners and nonprofits do not have the time. So just being able to actually help them with their business makes me feel great. Wow, and you say that with such passion, so I know that that comes from the heart. So, And on the other side, what keeps you awake at night? Well, my concern is always how hard marketing is to fit into a lot of small business um, everyday lives. You know, I have actually have entrepreneurs in my family, and I know that it's a really big issue because time is just of the essence, right? We just don't have it. And I saw a quote the other day, and I thought it was really interesting, which was, running a business without marketing will kill it. And that really worries me because I know a lot of small business owners and nonprofits, first of all, their expertise is not in marketing. And second of all, they don't have the time to do it. So it really concerns me that there's just not enough time in the day for them to do what needs to get done, which is why I love coming to work every day, because I get to create that content and hope to help them. Oh, great. Uh, where do you turn to keep current on small business trends since since that's such a big part of your job? Yeah, so I'm actually one of the few who love RSS readers. 
Um, for those of you who aren't aware of what an RSS reader is, it actually allows you to follow a whole bunch of publications and blog posts that you really like and just go to one website and it shows all of that information in one place so you don't have to scour the internet to find all this content. So I can actually find the newest articles from Small Business Trends as well as Social Media Examiner in one place and that's one thing that can save me a ton of time. So that's actually a tip that I tend to give small business owners as well is using an RSS reader can help you kind of keep up with the trends, find content for your social media without having to go all over the internet. Mm, great tip there, Kristen. Uh, what are two of your favorite social media platforms for small businesses? Well, you know, I really think it depends on the small business, you know, what their goal is with social media and who their audience is. So if your goal is to build relationships with potential customers that you wouldn't otherwise be able to reach, then I think Twitter's probably a great place for you. If you're looking at social media and you're a business to business and your relationships are really, you're trying to find new clients, you're trying to show off your expertise, then I think LinkedIn's probably a really great place. And if you're just trying to get your content out there, get your website out there and really help um, get your SEO increase, then actually Pinterest or Google Plus are two of uh, really great platforms that can help you with SEO. So it really depends on your business, and there really isn't a network that's a one-size-fits-all. Interesting. Okay. Now, shifting gears a little bit, what is the most important thing you encourage people to consider when coming up with a hashtag campaign? Is it is it the name of the hashtag? Is it... Um, well, what is it? I'm not going to put words. <laughs> it's, I think, to keep it short, sweet, and to the point. And the reason why I say that is twofold. One, especially on Twitter, you only have 140 characters, so you want to make sure it's as short as possible so people can still say what they're trying to say. The other thing is that you want it to be memorable. So especially if, let's say, you're holding an event and you want to create a hashtag so that you can hear what other people are saying about your event, you don't want people to have to sit there and think, what was that hashtag again? It was SMW432. What was it? It's a lot better for it to make sense for whatever you're talking about so that they will continuously remember what it is and not have to search for it. So short and precise, for sure. Okay. Give us an example of a hashtag, uh, like a success story and what went right with it. So we actually ran a hashtag campaign last year for Small Business Week. The hashtag was hashtag do more business, and we asked small businesses and nonprofits to share with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram what helps them do more business. So when they used the hashtag, they were entered into a contest, and the more posts, the better, because they actually were chosen by random. Um, and it was my favorite hashtag contest because we not only got to see what small businesses and nonprofits valued in their business, but we actually used the content that was created on a blog post and Pinterest boards and also just other social media content. So we also actually went to the winner's place of business to surprise them with the winning check, which was really fun and helped us also create that content after the contest happened. So it was a fantastic experience that really helped us create new content and connect with small businesses and nonprofits. Oh, what a what a fun ending to the campaign. 
<laughs> yeah, it was great. It was person. the first time I ever yeah. got to actually give a giant check. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> a big giant foam board check. <laughs> well, thanks, yes. Kristen. You survived the six for six segment, and I'm going to look into the RSS reader myself. So, uh, thank you for giving me some advice. Not just for <laughs> you're our so well listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Now. Um, uh, we're going to move on to our question of the month, and you're listening to the Marketing Mojo Show with our special guest, Kristen Curtis, a social media specialist with Constant Contact, and she's giving us a hashtag marketing initiation. You can join the discussion at the hashtag MyMarketingMojo. So we have a question for our listeners that we'd like to um, speak with you about, Kristen. Kristen, and the question was, do you use hashtags for your tweets and posts, and if so, how and when? So why don't you start out by giving us a little history of the hashtag and how it's evolved and that sort of thing, because it used to Absolutely. be a pound sign, and now it's a hashtag. <laughs> yeah, even when you call places now, they say the pound or hash key. Yes, yeah, it's funny. Um, Isn't so... that funny? Yeah, I noticed that for the first time, yeah. <laughs> Um, Hashtags actually began on Twitter, and they were actually user-generated. So it wasn't something that Twitter necessarily created. It was something that users started doing to connect conversations. Um, And Twitter eventually decided to oblige and make them hyperlinks, which means that, let's say I use hashtag do more business, and so do you. If somebody looks in the search bar for hashtag do more business, they're going to see both of our tweets because we used that Hashtag. Um, And it's really evolved into a lot of different things. If you look at just social networks, every social network, every major social network except for LinkedIn now actually uses hashtags. So they're all hyperlinks. You can search um, every one of the networks by hashtags. Um, If you click on a hashtag that somebody's used, it's going to show you all of the conversations that have been happening with those hashtags. So it's a really great way for you to join a conversation, to start growing relationships with other people because you'll find people you you wouldn't be able to find. It's also a good way for you to get found. So if you're using hashtags that you know your audience would be potentially searching because they want more information about it, then you're going to get found by those people that you wouldn't be found otherwise because they're just searching the hashtag and then they see who you are. So, mm-hmm. And I'm sure a lot of you have noticed too, hashtags are everywhere now. So offline, they're also you know, on TV shows, on commercials. It's the way people are now communicating. So hashtags mm-hmm. are uh, definitely evolved for sure. Yes, yes. Jimmy Fallon uses them a lot. All the time, yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Well, give us a bit of basics about how they work and how you uh, create a hashtag. I mean, Absolutely. It, it, there's not like this hashtag clearinghouse that a right. lot of people no, there's think. Not. No, there's really not. So you can create anything you want. Um, you can just put a hashtag or, depending on who you are, pound sign in front of Uh, the phrase you're trying to use. The thing to remember when creating a hashtag is if there are spaces or characters, like a period or a comma or an exclamation point, that's going to stop the hashtag, which is why when you see a hashtag, you see a whole bunch of words 
in um, in one little line because those spaces actually kill the hashtag. So you can create whatever you want. If you're creating it for a unique situation, like for instance, if you're running an event and you want people to use your hashtag or you know, just like this um, podcast that has its own hashtag, what you want to do is you actually want to go to Twitter's really where they're used the most for conversations. Um, and look at the search bar, type it in, and just see if other people are using it. So if there's a lot of people using that hashtag, you may want to try and come up with something different so that your conversation doesn't get confused with somebody else's. But if you're just promoting your business or talking you know, day-to-day, you can absolutely use a hashtag that other people use. We use hashtag email marketing all the time, hashtag small business, and that's the way that some of our um, followers are actually finding us. So. Interesting. Okay. Well, we're going to move on and get some marketing momentum in our next segment. And in this segment, I'd like to get from you the best practices using hashtags such as coming coming up with a name and proven success strategies. Okay. You gave us a little um, information earlier about a, a, a campaign that was very successful for you at Constant Contact, and what about some of the things that you did to make it successful? Yep. So I think, first of all, what you want to remember, like I mentioned before, you want it to be relatively short. So my goal is usually 10 to 12 characters in a hashtag. Um, If you have to stretch it, no more than 15. That way people can absolutely use it. Um, And remember that it can be used on all social networks. So just because you think that you're going to be having most of your conversation on Twitter doesn't mean you don't want to use it in other locations. So, for instance, for promotion of this podcast, you could absolutely go to Facebook or you could go to Instagram, post something about it, and use that hashtag. So it's a good way for you to get the information out there is to use it throughout all of the social networks. Um, And know, too, if you're creating a hashtag and you're wondering – Um, you know, has it been used, you can actually Google that hashtag. So use the search engine, type in the hashtag, and you'll see if and how other people are using that hashtag on all different networks. So it's a really good way to figure out um, how it's working or not. And then, like I mentioned before, you want to make sure that it's relevant to what you're talking about. So to make it successful, it needs to make sense. And sometimes that's the most difficult part because you have such little characters, but it really is important in your success. Mm-hmm. What if somebody is listening and saying, well, you know, why would I do this? What am I going to get out of it? So there really are, for me, I look at a couple different ways. One is if you look, let's say you're on Twitter and you're looking at the conversations, you'll notice that uh, there's a lot of text. Information moves very quickly. And hashtags are usually a different color than the rest of the content. So one, it kind of sticks out. So think of it as the subject of your tweet. The other thing is, like I mentioned before, it is a hyperlink, so it's searchable. So people are actually going to these networks, and I would say especially Twitter and Instagram, people are searching networks using hashtags to find the information they're looking for. So for for Constant Contact, for example, if somebody's like, oh, you know, I really want to learn more about email marketing, they may go to Twitter and type in the search bar, hashtag email marketing, 
and they're going to come across us because we talk about it a lot. Oh, who's that person? And they'll go and see it. So it's a really good way for you to get found more than anything else. And then the last thing is to build relationships. So if you are holding an event or if you go to an event, if you go to a conference, if you're listening to this podcast and you use those hashtags, you can actually see who else is listening, who else is attending, and start to have conversations with those people. It's a really good way for you to connect with people you wouldn't connect with otherwise. Okay. Well, thank you. And for our listeners, we're talking to Kristen Curtis, a social media specialist with Constant Contact. And Kristen, now we're going to head over to the water cooler and find out what the buzz is on the streets about hashtags and seems people are talking about hashtag hijacking, which is when a hashtag gets used for a purpose other than its original intention, such as the hashtag um, Cosby meme where he they were trying to start a positive, uh, I guess, conversations about Bill Cosby, and it sort of exploded into confessions from people about what he was doing years ago, or Mm -hmm. there was a hashtag MyNYPD, which the New York Police Department used to have people post stories about, you know, touching stories about them with their neighborhood police officer. And then um, very recently the hashtag Ted Cruz, uh, he did not register the hashtag and other people registered it for him and were saying things that probably if he had registered it, he wouldn't have wanted to do that. So what went wrong with with these and others, and can something like this be avoided? Well, I'd say there's kind of a common theme, which is they were trying to get people to say nice things about them. And to me, if people are going to say nice things, they're going to say nice things. You know, you don't necessarily want to go out and say, hey, we're here, talk about us in a good way, because that's really going to spin up the negative, especially in the Bill Cosby um, example where there was a lot of negative out there. And if if somebody on that marketing team didn't think that somebody was going to say something mean, they weren't thinking it through. I mean, we, we have to be honest, right? People are cruel. And so you don't want to go out and say, talk nice about me. They'll do it for you. So I think just thinking through the entire situation, what can people say using this hashtag is really important. Um, And I actually had one that I thought was really interesting, which was um, DiGiorno actually used hashtag why I stayed. I don't know if you've heard of this one, but Um, Hashtag why I stayed was actually about domestic violence, and they didn't do their research, and they tweeted, hashtag why I stayed, you had pizza. So it also has to do a lot with research, especially if you're hijacking somebody else's hashtag, you need to go in, and like I said, you can actually use a search engine to see how are people using this hashtag. And so go in and see where did this originate from? What are people talking about when they're using this hashtag before you ever use it for your own business? Um, if right. you are trying to get if you are trying to get people to talk about you, um, you know, think about go back to what I was saying about the hashtag do more business. I really can't come up with a way that's going to make a lot of people say negative things with that hashtag. You just really have to think every scenario through. 
Right. And remember right. that social media because, is public, yes. right? Sometimes it is going to happen. Like, I don't think it would really happen to many people. You have to be pretty, um, and you have to be a pretty large business for that to happen to you. But sometimes negativity is okay too. And I would, I will say this: don't ever shy away from negative comments or negative posts. It's an opportunity for you to either apologize or fix something in public, so that not only that person but everyone else watching can see it. So it, just because it's negative doesn't mean it's going to be uh, entirely negative if you fix it in the right way. Okay, so a little crisis management. Um, yep. And the end. Well, uh, we're out of time, Kristen. That went by so fast. But before we wrap things up, can you tell us uh, some of Constant Contact services for small business and how they can connect? I'm familiar with your uh, email marketing. Yep. So that is um, definitely our first product was email marketing. We are actually a full suite of online marketing products. So you can get everything from email marketing to event marketing. If you do your own events, you can create um, uh, an online registry, and you don't have to have a pen and paper anymore. Um, we also do social media marketing, so we can help you create social campaigns on your social networks. Um, we have surveys that you can actually include in your emails as well as in your events. So there really is a lot of stuff that Constant Contact can offer you. Email is, is one thing, and the great thing is is almost all of these tools you can utilize together to be communicating to your customers. And we're created for small businesses, so it doesn't take that much time to create your campaign, and it really is intuitive because we have small businesses in mind. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Kristen. And you can continue the conversation on Twitter using the hashtag MyMarketingMojo. And on behalf of small business marketers and owners everywhere, let's empower each other to maximize our marketing momentum. Join us next month for another episode of the Marketing Mojo Show. I'm Lisa Chester Weir. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Mojo Show. Join us next time for more innovative tips, strategies, and approaches to give you a thoughtful edge to maximize your marketing momentum.